Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Mike Herndon Show. Um, I am Mike Herndon, and uh, if you are not familiar with me, I've been uh, uh, a part of Broadway sports media since uh, since the outset, um, and uh, former co-host of Football and Other F-Words, uh, one of our podcasts on this network, um, and I'm excited to be debuting uh, my own show here on, uh, on Broadway sports media, uh, and I'm excited to introduce, uh, along with me, uh, our uh, director, of published content and uh, host of the Hot Read podcast uh, and the producer of this show, um, Easton Freeze. Mike, what's going on? I'm excited to get this going. Yeah, I'm very excited about this show. Um, you know, we're 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 going to be feeling some stuff out uh, early on, and we're excited to to kind of grow the show. Um, and you know, excited to get into some of the stuff that that you know. I've talked about for years in some of my, uh, my pet peeves and, and, you know, favorite topics, but also some new stuff as well. So. Well, and uh, Mike, you're one of the, you're one of the biggest, most sought after, uh, some would even on Twitter, apparently call you dreamy sports talk personalities in Nashville. And so I'm sure that fans of the Titans are incredibly happy to see you returning to show form. Um, I know Zach may be hardest hit in all of this, having lost you on football and other F words. And now suddenly you have the time to come back and do this show. Um, but we're we're definitely excited to have you and we're excited to do this show. And so um, we're going to just dive into a handful of of topics covering the Titans this week. If that's cool with you, we want to get your thoughts on a handful of things. Top of mind, obviously, for the Titans this past week has been the loss of Harold Landry, outside linebacker, star pass rusher on the team. Walk me through your thoughts on that, your reaction, and then uh, maybe we can talk a little bit about how we think the Titans can make up for the loss. Yeah, so I mean, the first thing that jumps out to me is is Landry is virtually impossible to replace directly. There's not a one-for-one replacement uh, either on the team or you know, I know a lot of people kind of wanted, you know, what's what's the trade market like? What's you know, what are these free agent guys out here? There's nobody. There's not a Harold Landry that's going to be traded a week before the season. Uh, there's not a Harold Landry sitting there waiting for a phone call on the couch right now. Um, it's just not realistic. So what the Titans are going to have to do is kind of cobble together, uh, you know, what what is a huge role. I mean, obviously played 90 percent of snaps basically for for the last three years and never came off the field in any sub package. I mean, he was, he was their guy for everything. He, you know, rushed the passer. He set the edge and run defense. He was an off ball stack linebacker at times. He dropped into coverage uh, much, just much to the dismay of many Titans fans. Uh, but he is a supremely talented player from this, not from the fact of like, he's not like a pure pass rusher. Like he's not a, a miles Garrett. He's not a TJ Watt. Uh, he's not a Bosa um from a pass rush talent standpoint but he is he does have like that explosive ability to really get off the ball and threaten around the edge and also he's able to use that that kind of explosive skill set that he has to close on quarterbacks and, and that's one thing that he's been very good at uh you know when he runs those those games and loops that, that the titans run, love to run up front um you know et stunts te stunts that kind of thing He's very, very good at those because he is such a fluid athlete. He can corner so quickly. And once he is free in the backfield, there's not a quarterback in the NFL short of maybe Lamar Jackson that, that is actually going to be able to run away from him. So uh, it is uh, it's going to be a tough loss. Um, but 
it's not it's not season ender. I mean, that, that's the thing too is you kind of have to to look at what what did the Titans deal with last year? I, I mean, they they played mm. ninety one players. They lost Derrick Henry. Uh, they they lost Julio Jones for most of that season, you know. And, and well, and they didn't have a, a really effective outside linebacker on the other side of Harold Landry right. for a good bit of the year as well. Yeah, and and that's one one part of the replacement I feel like is Bud Dupree. And, and if you look right. at uh, what Bud Dupree did down the stretch last year, uh, and, you know, obviously he wasn't great early, and I think it was clear that he was struggling with that ACL trying to get back to feeling comfortable on that that leg so if you look at his, just his last five games his stats really jumped up a notch and and that includes the the Bengals playoff game right so during those five games he produced 14 of the 26 pressures that he created last year and three of the four snap sacks so if you extrapolate that kind of rate over a 17 game season you're looking at about 48 pressures and 10 sacks so right. he was a productive player down the stretch for them. And I think there's every reason to believe that he will be as good or better than that heading into this year. And I think that's a big change uh, from what we saw most of last season from Bud Dupree. And I know some people are really down on him right now, but I, I think what we saw down the stretch from him and, and frankly, Taylor Lewan too, uh, mm-hmm. it's very encouraging for those two guys who, by the way, neither one of them missed a single practice. I don't believe during training camp, uh, or the summer during OTAs. So both guys are healthy. Both guys are ready to go. And I think you'll see much better performances from both those players. And, and that's huge. Well, let's talk about the guys who are going to be directly replacing Landry. You've got Ola, Daney and, um, and Rashad Weaver as the primary guys that are going to be stepping up. They were the third and fourth lineback- outside of linebackers on the roster when they cut down to 53. And so I think the, the, the going perception as of now, at least, is that Rashad Weaver is going to be the primary guy in that outfit. But there's also, I think, a real possibility because, like you said, Weaver never or not Weaver, excuse me, Landry never came off the field. They're going to probably have to approach replacing him with kind of a by committee situation. What are your thoughts on on that and who you think can step up there? Yeah, I think it's going to be a combination. I mean, I think you're going to see some Danico Autry outside. We saw that last year, though, so I'm not sure that's going to be a huge change in role from him. Uh, but Weaver's going to have to step up. I think Oladaney's going to play a good bit, too, because, you know, as much as I think Weaver's the better player overall between him and Adani, but Adani can do more of what Landry did than Weaver can. Because hmm. from my standpoint, like Weaver, very strong, very heavy handed, got great length, uh, but he's not elite as far as like change of direction ability. He's not going to be an elite player in space. And I think Ola's got some of that to him. He's a really good special teams player. Um, being able to drop him into space and let him play. Uh, so do some of that stuff that Landry did off the ball. I, I think uh, Ola could handle that kind of thing. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him take a little bit of a step up in, in playing time. And then, you know, I, I'm not expecting to see a ton of Derek Tuska, you know, right away. And and maybe we'll see David and any uh, later in the season, but it's uh, I think right now it's going to be a, a Weaver uh, and Ola primarily uh, stepping up. And then I also think you are going to see a good bit of Demarcus Walker in this defense. And I think he's a guy that's kind of been mm. underplayed uh, this preseason as far as how important he could be for them, because this is a guy that's been a, a pretty good, you know, sub package pass rusher 
for the Broncos uh, last year and, and, you know, early in his career. And I really think he could be a, a difference maker for them and really gives them an opportunity to, to still have some, some, you know, four dangerous pass rushers on the field on third downs and, and pass rush downs, even without Landry. Well, let's talk about in terms of the production that's going to be lost and and how that replacement production is going to stack up to what you would have expected from Harold Landry. Is it the run defense or the pass defense you expect to be the hardest hit? And then, you know, in terms of of getting after the quarterback, the Titans last year really made a name for themselves with their simulated pressures. And Landry was a big part of that because in order to, you know, effectively simulate pressure you have to have guys on the front four who are capable of falling back into coverage and and filling that linebacker role across the middle how do you think the loss of him affects those elements of the titans defense specifically yeah i think uh i think it's more of i think he's a bigger loss as a pass defender uh overall um he is a good run defender but I think you can you can get a guy like Weaver to to set a, a good edge and and be able to defend it like that. And you know, frankly, the Titans are going to be so stout up front, in my opinion, that it, that run defense is going to be good no matter what. I, I think Zach Cunningham is arguably the best run defending inside linebacker in the NFL right now. You know what he does going back the other way is is kind of where the questions <laughs> come in. But uh, David Long is a really good run defender there. You know, obviously Jeffrey Simmons goes without saying in the middle tier tart, um, all those guys, they, they're, they're a stout group through the middle. They're going to be tough to run the football on. They were really tough to run the football on late last year, uh, especially as Dupree started to come on, who also in his own way is a, a good run defender. Um, so I, I think, you know, you're, you're, loss your biggest loss with Landry to me is what he can do as a looper on on those stunts and games up front because I think that's that's where the Titans had a lot of their pass rush uh success last year and he was one of the best at it um and you know that ability to close uh in the pocket is is there's just not another guy on the roster that has anything close to what he has uh from a closing ability so I I think that's going to be where where he's most missed well I should have mentioned this to begin with talk Talk to our audience a little. We want to be an educational show as well. I think it's important, uh, you know, in the in the football media world, um, not to to go above anybody's head. So if anybody out there doesn't really understand, you know, you hear simulated pressure thrown around a ton with the Titans. Explain a little bit of the one hundred and one with simulated pressures and why losing a guy like Landry is a big deal in that element of their game. Yeah. So I mean, in simulated pressures, it's something the Titans did at a, a huge rate last year um in right. 2021 they ran more simulated pressures than any team in the nfl uh by like 10 percent. It, it was a significant they were a significant outlier uh in their both variety and frequency of simulated pressures and, and what we're talking about when we talk about simulated pressures is really it's a way of uh generating the effect of a blitz without actually sending more than four pass rushers so you're sending four rushers but rather than you know your two defensive ends and your two defensive tackles you know just for for shorthand sake uh being the pass rushers you're dropping one of those defensive ends into coverage and you're bringing somebody from the second level be it a inside linebacker a safety a slot corner um whoever it may be but you're bringing one of those guys and dropping 
uh, a defensive end or defend or even a defensive tackle. Sometimes they, they will drop, uh, you know, every now and then you'll see Naquan Jones or Tier Tart floating around in the middle of the, the defense and coverage. So, um, but they're really, really good at it. And, and the whole idea is you're not sacrificing your ability to d- defend in the secondary. You're not sacrificing space uh, in, in the secondary and you're surprising the offensive line and the quarterback because the quarterback, Offensive line, they think they have a good idea of where pressure might be, where their threat is pre-snap, and then you're changing the picture on them, which makes them hold the ball just a little bit longer, makes them think, process through, what am I seeing here? What are they actually in? Uh, who's coming? And and you're hoping that by the time they process through all that, either your, your blitzer has gotten home because you were able to overload one side maybe, or, uh, you know, you've got – you've got a confused quarterback throwing the ball into a place where, where a defender is that maybe he wasn't expecting to be there. So that's uh, that's really kind of the idea behind it. And and Mike Vrabel, frankly, has been at the forefront of this uh, trend at the NFL level, going all the way back to his Houston uh, days as a defensive coordinator for, for the Texans. So he is, uh, I think, the architect really behind it. Um, and the Titans do it at a really high level. And, and Landry – like frankly, he's a really good uh, coverage defender for for a pass rusher. So what he was able to do when they did drop him into coverage, it's not just having a stiff back there. Like you know, sometimes if you drop Tier Tart into coverage, for example, like yeah, he can be in the way. Uh, he can maybe eat up a, a window for a crucial you know second of time. But he's covering like a five foot radius, right? Landry right. has a little bit more range, yeah. uh, and so that is valuable for them when they do drop. Uh, somebody off the line. And then, you know, as a guy rushing and as part of that simulated pressure, he's obviously very good as a, at that as well. Well, we have to drop some of our audience here before we move on. We're going to talk about the Titans versus the Giants because we do, in fact, think the good Lord above have some real NFL football to talk about coming up this weekend. But before we get into that, if you are listening to this show in podcast form on one of the Broadway Sports Media Podcast Network shows, This is the end of the free preview. The Mike Herndon show is available. The entirety of the show is available to all of our Broadway insiders at broadwaysportsmedia.com. If you are not yet an insider, you got to go over to broadwaysportsmedia.com and sign up. Right now, we've got an incredible deal going. If you use code insider, you can get your first month for just 99 cents, which is basically free if we're being honest. And then you can get a annual pass for 40% off, just $49.99 right now if you go and you use code annual. That's going to get you not just access to this fantastic show, but early access to articles, access to premium articles. Um, there's a, a whole bevy of things that you're going to get access to if you become a, a Broadway insider that you can go and see on the website. So definitely go and check that out if you want to hear the rest of the show. 